Well, he and co-driver Memo Rojas and Manti Teo's girlfriend have two wins of the season. Daytona and now Atlanta, but individually, Scott Pruitt, was this really your 40th Daytona prototype win, dude? Yes, it was. I I, I didn't realize that until we got to uh, the press conference afterward, and they said, well, Scott Pruitt, you just got your 40th victory in the World X Sports Car Series. How do you feel? I'm going... I'm going Disneyland, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then you thanked your wife and your kid, right? Yeah, that's right, man. It was, um, it's, it's just, it's, you know, it's just, uh, you know, the good Lord's blessed me. I mean, having this career, it just keeps on going. We just rocked it. I mean, the Telmex BMW ran just like a train the whole race. We took the lead from the start, and we just, uh, we were in control of it the whole time. It was, uh, it's just one of those dream races. Scott Pruitt, somebody asks you when you've done a major accomplishment, how do you feel? Obviously, we know what the answer is going to be. What would you prefer a journalist actually ask you? Instead of how does it feel because we know you feel great, what would you prefer to be asked? I think more than anything, what's this mean? You know, what's this mean to you? You know, you, you've done all this stuff. You've, you've raced all these things. You've, you've been in the sport. You know, this is going on my 45th year of being involved in racing. It's just, you know, it just continues to be just this incredible thing i mean this incredible journey that that uh you know i started as a you know an an eight-year-old kid in california and and i just i still can't i gotta pinch myself sometimes just because it's just so so absolutely incredible well what if i stuck a mic in your face scott pruitt grand am winner from atlanta joins us here in the speed freaks pits what if i stuck a mic in your face i said congratulations scott pruitt your 40th win do you feel like you should shave your back this evening oh jeez that might not be my first choice, <laughs> especially since I have no back hair at all. <laughs> you might be ripping my skin off my back, but uh, yeah, get out to the wax and uh, go down. That might uh, no, I'm not thinking that's up for me. Uh, no, 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 okay. no, that wouldn't be my first choice. Disneyland is much better, Ken. Yeah, that's true. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking Disneyland sounds a lot more fun. <laughs> So, uh, Scott Pruitt, we asked a driver earlier. And maybe Al Michaels can drive me. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Yowza. Uh, or not. Or not. not. Yeah, right. Or not. <laughs> you guys can go in the same limo. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's what we have somebody else drive. Yeah, right. Yeah. There you go. True. Designated driver. <laughs> we asked a guy earlier about the procedures that he goes through when he gets into his car to race. You have any procedures? Uh, no. You know that's one thing about the Rolex Sports Car Series because the the only thing we know for sure is memo um, or, or your teammate needs to be in a car a half hour. And then it could be you know just depending on how the yellows come out and and there's times when when Tim Keen, guy, uh, the, the stand that is calling the race, team manager, and and he's going, Scott, we need you ready, we need you ready, we need to get 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 together. Get. I mean, and you're throwing your stuff on real quick, so you don't have a chance really to, you know, get your head in the zone or anything, you know, go through any sort of ritual or anything, anything like that. It's more just just how you play. You just got to be ready at any moment, and and you you really get a sense. It's interesting being in a series where you have multiple drivers. I mean, two for the, for the most part for the series. Because you see things unfold. I see things unfold. Sitting on a stand, watching the race, hearing what Memo has to say, seeing how the car's doing, listening to what he has to say about the car, looking at how the traffic's unfolding. And then I get a really good perspective on how the, the competition's running, who looks strong and, 
and and where they do look strong and where do we look strong and and so those are the kinds of things I really put into my mind as I'm as I'm watching the race unfold out of the car and then and then put that into work when I, once I once we do change drivers and I and I get behind the wheel and go to work. So, so what did Scott Pruitt say last year at Indy when Mimo Rojas did a masse shot off the wall to pass somebody? <laughs> <laughs> That was, you know what? I didn't say anything really till the end of that race. I'm going, how did we take this Telmex piece of junk? I mean, it looked like a piece of junk too. I mean, the whole side was just about ripped off it. The nose was all beat up. The rear wing was about ready to fall off. The the, the rear housing was all beat in, and we finished second with that thing. I'm I'm thinking, how how did we possibly get that get that done? And uh, uh, we we did and and you know those those kinds of things that happen. I mean, look what I did at at, uh, at Austin this year. I tried to uh, I got all four wheels in the air, thinking like I was going to you know do a quick jump of that curb and and uh, unfortunately I ripped the nose off of there too. I mean, we were able to get the car fixed and keep it going and and go on to finish third. But you know, there's things that happen in races that you just aren't expecting. But but I think that's what determines great teams from just good teams is how you react to those situations. Did he learn that move from you? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> he was just a little too high on that move on the high side, going uh, uh, coming off the the back of turn one at at, at Indy. Yeah, there was. Uh, I was looking at that, going, "That's not going to work out good." <laughs> Scott Donald Pruitt joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. You're a winner from Atlanta Grand Am Series, running on those Continental tires. Are you guys approaching this series a little bit different uh, mentally, a little bit different, knowing that you're going to be merging with the American Le Mans Series here pretty soon? No, no, not at all. And there's so many questions. You know, everything is, is status quo f- for us at, at the Ganassi organization. I mean, you know, our, our focus with, with Telmex and BMW is, you know, 2013 remains the same. We want to go after a championship. Fortunately, we're leading a championship right now. Uh, there's a lot of racing left. Um, so for us, it's the same. And, and, and I think the biggest thing for all the teams in the series, and this was kind of coming out of Atlanta, is we don't know what – what that is going to, you know, what those rule packages going to be. We, I mean, there was, there's a lot of discussion going on. There's talk about, you know, trying to merge the, the current prototype that, that we run with the, with the prototypes over in ALMS. And there's questions that we, there's no way, I mean, in my view, you can't, you can't put those two cars together because they're just way too much different. And there's just, anyway, there's just a lot of discussion going around. How are we really going to put, this rules package together and what are the classes really going to be and i don't think that anybody knows 100 percent what what that is yet and and i think that's more than anything what what everybody's waiting for who do you think has the well okay grand am in my, in my opinion has the majority of the decision making process here am i am i understanding that correctly um the input i i, I, I would have because there's, you know, 13, 14 Daytona prototypes, you would think that was the case. Um, and I, I, my sense of it is, is that they're really there, as in Grand Am and, and IMSA, are really trying to be very open-minded and, and figure out, you know, what's, what really is going to make, make sense. And they don't want to leave anybody behind. They don't want to take and, and leave, you know, a couple of the P2 cars behind or, or, or any of the other classes but you have to. I mean, at some point, you got to go. You know what? We really got to focus on 
2014 and 15 and 16 and what's going to make sense and what spectators are going to understand and and we don't want it too confusing with too many classes but we don't want to lose some of the support we have and, and i think there's going to be a real you know sort of you know come to jesus meeting before too long going this is what we want unfortunately this is what we need and it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out how much input, Scott Pruitt, do you guys as drivers have with decisions like that? Because the way you're explaining it right now is we're all shaking our heads going, yes, yes, you're exactly right. But how much input will you be able to have to help them make those decisions? Well, we've had, I've had some uh, great discussions with Ed Bennett and, and Jim France and, and uh, Scott Elkins and, um, and, and a number of the guys. And I think it's it's interesting at, at this point in time because I think everybody's just like a sponge right now, taking taking all this information in from from drivers that they that they really count on. You know, they feel like they've been here long enough and understand uh, and see what the future is and, and are focused on the future of of the sport rather than 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 just some selfish things which which could happen. They're they're, they're listening to all the teams and and they're listening to the manufacturers. They're listening to you know companies like like Continental and Michelin, the ones that are already supporting the sport, and they're listening to the car manufacturers like BMW, like um, like uh, Chevrolet and 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 Porsche and all these others because they want to they really want to put a lot of effort in making that right decision for what we do in fourteen. And so I, 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 it's been it's been good because it, I don't feel like I'm I'm ever blocked off like they don't want to hear what, what we're saying or, or what I have to say, and and it seems like they're really trying to think about what they're going to do and what's going to make the most sense as we go forward for 14 and 15 and 16 and beyond. So Scott Pruitt, this is the magic question. In the midst of all of this, they want to start a new series called DTM. And that that is a, a little different in the fact that it has to be 100% factory supported. It is financially beyond the capabilities of having enough cars out there, just like we see in Europe. I mean, you have in, in the number of cars that Audi is committed to and a number of cars that Mercedes is committed to and a number of cars that, uh, that BMW is committed to. And so in the the early discussions, if they don't get that commitment here in the States, at least of three manufacturers, and hopefully with this uh, rule change for Super GT in, in, in Asia, uh, and and most certainly the, you know, it would be a perfect place for somebody like Cadillac or somebody like Lexus or, you know, those those higher-end brands, uh, th- th- it won't get off the ground. It, it won't happen without that serious commitment that they have in Europe. Uh, very much like we see in DTM, because the manufacturers have got to stay, step up and say, we are going to spend the money. We, don't, we aren't looking for sponsors. We are the ones who are going to put the money up. And if we can get some partners, then great. Wow, how about that? Scott yeah, Poole, well, you, you asked the question, Statman, and he answers it. Yeah, well, very well. <laughs> that's it. With all the manufacturers and sponsors standing around with $100 bills falling out of their pocket, <laughs> I, got a, I got a good yeah. picture of all that happening. Wow. Yeah. I don't... Uh, the, the good thing is what I see for 14 is, a, is, is the reality of what I've seen over the past, you know, seven, eight years, very much like I saw with, with, with CART and IndyCar, is you just get the separation of, of sponsor and, and manufacturer and, 
And so when you can bring it under one roof, it's, it's going to be a really good thing. Yeah. And is there going to be some growing pains? Of course. Are there going to be some guys that are happy and some guys that are sad? Without a doubt. Well, we got to look what's good for road racing. I love road racing. It's what I've been doing forever. I, I absolutely love it with a passion and, and, and want to see stability. I don't want to see what, you know, this, this Trans Am series that comes in and then it's just incredible through the, through the mid eighties and late eighties. And then it's, and then it's gone. And, and same thing with IMSA and some of these other series that we've seen over the years that, that struggle in, in road racing. So I think this is a perfect time. Bring it all together, bring it under one roof and let's see what we need to do. And, and those rules for 14 may not be what we need for 15 and beyond. I mean, NASCAR is very, as we see in a sprint cup series, they, they aren't hesitant to change rules. If it makes sense to, to make it, more exciting or 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 uh more competitive for the for the fans i mean at the end of the day the fans are the ones that are going to make the difference of how these things are going to survive because they'll be supporting it all right freak nation damn the grandmaster of road racing scott douglas pruitt joining us here in the speed freaks pits and if donald. you donald donald yeah, well I'm, look that's, I, 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 that, <laughs> that's what his mom called him when she was mad at him when he wouldn't come in from oh, the no. go-kart oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get those. You get those three names together. Right. You know, the first, middle, and last. You knew it was trouble for mom or dad. Oh yeah. I mean, you knew you were gonna get a whipping. That was it. I mean, you knew, <laughs> and you just headed for the hills, man. She, you just oh no. <laughs> she 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 frightened you with the shaving of your back hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> when you were eight years old. Yeah. Hey Pruitt, thanks for being a good sport, and again, thanks for coming to the Freak Nation, man. Good luck to you, partner. Always great talking to you guys. Uh, have a have a great evening. Yeah, well, what's left of the weekend? Yeah, we're just going to sit here and drink. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Don't be driving. Yeah, we got a designated yeah, call, driver. Call that lim- call that limo service. We'll uh, we'll call Michaels. All right, bro. See you. Hey. All right, <laughs> Scott Pruitt joining us here in the Speed Freaks Pits.